You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. AM's here. Yay! She has a full name. It's Amber Lee Carter for anyone who hasn't joined us before. And this is Raw Talk, so we don't edit anything and everything's fun and it's the best, you know, hour of your week. <laughs> so, good. <It's> welcome. <laughs> and you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The election's happening at the present moment. Trumpa and Shorty is recording. <laughs> Am's like, putting her hands up do not speak <laughs> i'm not going to talk about the election duh yeah i can't even say just us. let's move on to the next subject she's so bossy <laughs> trombone shorty's recording above us he gets so much attention from us and he doesn't even like know who we are <laughs> i know <laughs> you think we're helping him get more famous yes <laughs> Go listen to Trump and Shorty on iTunes. I wonder if it's legal for us to play one of his songs. We'll ask. We'll ask mm. Mish. It's not legal. I don't. I don't know. It's okay. Go. Go look it up. I don't feel iTunes. like it's he's very, so good. If you, yeah. go, it, he has so much like soul and rhythm and connection. I like anything with horns. And he's a horny guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just went there. That makes you horny. No, not at all. You like anything with horns? So you like animals with horns? Yeah, I do. You actually like sound the sound of horns? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. You like like it's horn me. horn jewelry? Mm. Do you like Italian horns? Italian horns? What do you mean? Well, I love anything Italian. Italian horns are. It's like it looks like a squiggly horn that <laughs> a lot of men wear when they're Italian. <laughs> oh, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Add it to the list. <laughs> yep. So that's that. Um, I hope everyone's had a pretty incredible week. I think that our last podcast was pretty on fleek. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start rapping. I'm not. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Are you going to channel and rap at the same time? I believe that I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> You want to. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome for that. It's like <laughs> you're like that nerdy person in class who like breaks out in like song every once in a while. And you're just like, wow. I have to like release my energy somewhere. That's good. Yeah, I just had coffee because I've been up since five o'clock this morning. So, yeah, we all have am. Okay. I know. Thank just... you so much for my energy. Oh, you're welcome. Holy hell. Yeah. Passed out like a mofo. I know. I did that so good. Strategically. It was like the best dream sleep of my life. You actually, I feel like you left your body when I gave you that energy session earlier. Definitely. Without question. Yeah. It was pretty stellar. Without question. Yeah. I thought about a lot of things that I can't remember. A lot of things came into my consciousness that I can't remember. A lot of inspirations came in that I can't remember. Oh, I know. It doesn't matter. I do remember one thing. Okay. Trying to decide. No, this is what I remember. I remember having the experience of seeing 
Liev Schreiber on Broadway. Who is that? Ray Donovan. Oh, Ray Donovan. The real Ray Donovan is okay. on Broadway. And or like the guy who plays Ray Donovan. Correct. Okay, the actor. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, there's no Santa. <laughs> Kids cover your ears. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I have been trying to decide whether or not to take a detour from Boston to New York to go see Liev on Broadway. Because we're friends, obviously. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't, he's not aware of the friendship. Yeah, you're going to make that happen. Manifest it. So, but in the, I'm not kidding, that healing mm. session made me feel that I experienced a moment with him. That's incredible. I know. That's really cool. It's it's so much less significant right now than it was four hours ago. When you were on the table. <laughs> yeah. Before I got on the table. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that oh. longing for that experience. Mm. You felt like you connected with it yes. when you were on the table. So it's not as like overwhelmingly exciting and like right. longing for that right. connection. Interesting. I think it's also, it's hard to know what you're longing for when you're really tired. Yeah. It's like, do I want vodka, a nap, coffee, or to punch someone in the face? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. 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 You got it. Yep. You got it, Anne. Nailed it. <laughs> I crushed that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. So, in this case, you were like, do I want to go all the way to New York City to go see Ray Donovan mm-hmm. on stage? Do the I want to? Yes. Do I want to <laughs> um, have an orgasm? <laughs> do I want to those sleep on a table? Connected? <laughs> it's just connection, period. You want connection. Okay. To Ray Donovan. If it happens to include sex, then so be it. Okay. I have a boyfriend I'm taken. <laughs> yeah. Boyfriends uh, must know that we cheat on them in our minds with people like Ray Donovan. Correct. Then you must know that <laughs> he cheats on you in his mind with somebody else. <laughs> I actually don't. I really don't. I know you don't fantasize. I don't fantasize that much about like the sexual part, but there is like an intellectual part of that character that I love and like would love to experience. I'm a watcher. I've told you that before. Like I like to watch and observe. You're creepy. And that character (laughs) is so multidimensional and so. Mm -hmm. Mysterious. Yeah. Due to that fact mm-hmm. that it's just like something that I want to admire. And you want to be in the presence of it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. If anyone, I'm glad we clarified that. If anyone has any <laughs> opinions about whether or not Amberly, I should, well, of course, I'll, I'll be taking Amberly with me on mm-hmm. this train, bus, or plane. Yeah. From Boston I don't have a to choice. New York. <laughs> just an extra casual $600. What do y'all think? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, pal, you're coming with me. Do you mind spending another $600 to let me fulfill my fantasy? Sure. Let's do it. Front row seats. Broadway. That's the only way to go. If you're going to go, go big. Yeah, I want to like smell the sweat. Okay. Let's not be creepy. I'm going to have to pull you (laughs) off stage and be like, Sheena, no. Bad. Sit. No, I can observe from where I'm from. Like, 
all yeah. night. I can just observe. Bring an extra pair of panties. <laughs> You're disgusting <laughs> and inappropriate. I know. Sorry. Can't help it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what are we going to talk about? Because <laughs> I know you're itching to tell me or Wait. not tell me. Wait, speaking of vaginas, I have... Um, what? Oh, okay. I have a um, confession. Oh, gosh. So... Do you want to hear this? Have you heard about this? What? The um, vaginal steaming? Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow talks about it? Yeah, I heard about that like three years ago. You definitely didn't hear about it from Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. You did? I think so. Probably not. It's probably like an odd magazine. Why do I listen to? I I listen to a magazine. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) I probably do and don't realize it. (laughs) I definitely don't read magazines. Definitely not. I probably hear them. (laughs) Yeah. When I pass them. You know what I'm talking about? Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do I connect that? I feel like that story came out like because she's talked about this experience of of vaginal steaming. Mm Hmm. And so I wanted to experience it, so I, like, steamed my vagina. When did this happen? Like, two days ago. With, like, an iron spritzer or something? Or, like... You know what? A clothes. I'm going to be honest. I thought about using the clothing steamer that we have, but I for sure would have injured myself. Yes. So I just... Oh, my God. You just stood above a bathtub? (laughs) (laughs) you're like i did it yes i'm like gwyneth paltrow now twinsies i boiled water on the stove you did not (laughs) yes i did (laughs) you're like the country version (laughs) i sure did and then i squatted over (laughs) it did i squatted over it wait you squatted over the stove over no i took it off of the stove okay. i put it on the bathroom floor and then i squatted over it's worse than i thought the pan it's way worse than pot. i thought <laughs> i was like kind of giving see you, me doing that i actually gave you credit for the bathtub thing like how do you squat squ- over a bathtub you just split your legs over the bathtub like it, you stand on the bathtub if the, that wouldn't work that works you have to get close to the steam no, you obviously haven't like done really it. Hot. No, am. You're sensitive. I had to get <laughs> off on that. I was like basically sitting on that pot. Like every once in a while, I'd like burn my butt, and I'm like, Shh, how low can I go? Literally. So why did you do this? Figuratively, just for fun. I were okay. you expecting a certain result? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to feel it. Okay, this is the thing. I you're used really to never. I used to never wear underwear. <laughs> uh huh. Ever. So you have like a lot of damage down there. What? No, kidding. it's better not to wear underwear. It's better to right. let your vagina breathe. Okay. But I've been wearing underwear a lot because I've been wearing a lot of pants. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this your confession to me that you don't wear underwear a lot around me? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. It's just an, a general term like of mm-hmm. life for me. I don't wear okay. underwear very much. Okay. Because it's not good for your vagina. You have to like let your vagina breathe. We're constantly in spandex and we're constantly in like tight, constricting mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And our vaginas like would prefer to be in salt water and the air and like whatever. Yeah, but okay, there's a little bit. If your immune system is like really good, yeah, that's all fine and dandy. But because a lot of people shave down there, and if you naturally <laughs> grow hair down there uh-huh. to protect uh-huh. things uh-huh. from you know, microorganisms, all that kind of stuff from entering, but you're shaving and you don't wear underwear, 
that could, that's not okay. It could lead to issues, <laughs> but I don't want to manifest that for you. No, I'm not going to have any of those. You wouldn't have any of those issues because you squat over a pot with steam. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted, I felt like I wanted like some, like a cleanse, vaginal cleanse. So I tried it. But did you feel rejuvenated? It was interesting. Oh. There are different sorts of sensations that you feel from sitting over a steaming pot of water. I don't think I would ever do that. You would never. I'm temperature sensitive. Yeah, you, so, it would not be something that you would do. I If I go to a coffee shop, I'm like, kids temp. They're like, for what kid? I'm like, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's cute. That's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that's the kids confession temp. of the week. I did that. That's awesome. Should we mm-hmm. have a confession of the week every podcast? Do you have a confession? No, not at this moment. I'm pretty open. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I am. There's that. You can't even think of anything. I could. No. I could. Okay. Let's not go there then. <laughs> you look like you have a mischievous face. You know what? I did that on purpose just to make you nervous, just to make you admit that you, <laughs> d- you probably do. Well, I was thinking, I was like, does she really have anything on me? And then I was like, no, not really. But then you were like, let me shut this down just in case. Well, I know you have a very creative mind, so I'm like, she could have, like, seen me do one thing and, like, taken it to a whole nother level and exaggerate it, kind of like you exaggerated how I sleep. That wasn't an exaggeration. Yes, it was. It wasn't. I don't smile when I sleep. You sleep on your back, your arms are tucked in, your head is facing up, your legs are straight, there's, like... like, I do look like an incorruptible. It's like you're, you're in a coffin, and... You're smiling. Yep. <laughs> you make me sound like Elf. <laughs> That's exactly what you're like, like. Sleeping's my favorite. That's exactly what you're like. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it's not. That's you only not see what, what you are, Am. No one else remembers that from Elf. You only see what you are, and you connected with the cat today during the photo shoot. I did. <laughs> the cat was cool. That was a good cat. The cat listened to me. I was like, Let's respect our space. I don't want you to think that you own me <laughs> by like wrapping your tail around my leg. Like, don't touch me. It like halfway raped you, and then you were like, "No, it didn't." I'm Energetically, create, it did. I'm gonna create a boundary, and then mm-hmm. it was like, "I'm gonna cross over the boundary, and then I'll walk away." It never touched me though. It definitely touched you. It no, touched it didn't. your leg. It touched your leg. Okay. It didn't do it. <laughs> How do you feel about black cats? <laughs> you don't like any cats. Not a big fan of cats. I feel like they're hiding something. Like they have ulterior motives. And I just don't like that. All cats are just black ones. All cats. Black ones actually are my favorite out of all cats. Mm -hmm. But that's nice. I'm not really a huge fan of cats. I don't know. I'm just more of a dog person. Yeah, I am too. In terms Mm -hmm. of like living with an animal. Yeah, if you're drowning, a cat's not going to jump in after you and try to save you. Neither Most is a cats dog. Aren't. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think dogs dog. can save people uh-huh. from drowning. They have. It's documented. Oh, it's research? I have researched it. <laughs> Those were like... All research is true. Mystical events. Okay. Anyway, uh, so what do you think is like going on in the world today? Do you think everyone's mm-hmm. watching this election? 
Let's not give energy to this whole process. <laughs> Let's go to the next subject. I, I was just going into it saying that, like, this is the first time I'm drinking. I feel like you are Stassi right now. Really? Yeah, you're channeling Stassi. I've had three sips of champagne. Yeah, you're just drinking and doing it. the podcast. I know. It's just so funny. I feel like I'm thirsty, I'm tired, and I want an outlet. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> oh, this is like taxi cab confessions. Yeah. Except yeah. we're in a recording studio. Yeah. Do I have anything <clears throat> else to confess? If if you do go right ahead, now is the time. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Do I? Do I? Do I? No, you don't. You want me to take over this podcast now? Are you struggling? Mm-mm. No, I actually felt... Whoa, re- okay. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I'm ready to release a lot of things. Okay. Total control is not one of them. Mm-hmm. I can see that. On some fronts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm in the passenger seat and I'm waiting. <laughs> I We could talk more about my energy session. That was really, really amazing. Yeah. Was it amazing for you? <laughs> <laughs> was it as amazing for you as it was for me? Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I knew you were not in your body, which was fun. I was like, yes, I did it. Meaning <laughs> meaning I didn't do it, but the universe did. <laughs> I, is it fun that you work on me often because you can see the difference in the sessions? Like sometimes I mm-hmm. fall asleep or like leave my body. Sometimes I'm just getting, like, I'm just, Sometimes like, you're sitting fidgety. there. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just, like, sitting there. Yeah, I can tell instantly the difference when you are uh, leaving your body or having, like, a very restful experience versus, mm-hmm. like, a physical shift, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you like observing? Yeah. <laughs> like I love me. observing. <laughs> That's, like, all I do or did was research then why do you call me creepy when i because you were very creepy (laughs) (laughs) i'm like the least creepy person on the face of this this earth you're not you're really not creepy but it you know what's funny it's fascinating for me to observe you observing because i'm like wow she really doesn't care that she's making it so noticeable (laughs) that she's observing (laughs) i kind of do it more under it's like an undertone of like observing you like are so okay with like staring at somebody maybe in another lifetime i was invisible and so i was just used to existing invisible and just watching used to existing invisible (laughs) invisibly (laughs) (laughs) it's not the night to correct my grammar i know it's not it's just it's gonna be so out of hand that it's just save your energy okay you know what i mean about Uh the invisibility (laughs) yeah (laughs) I can see that. You probably are. (laughs) Invisible in this life sometimes. Okay. Did you have a topic you want to talk about? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I'm waiting for it. It's making me anxious because I'm like, I know she has it in there somewhere. Just release it. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I will when the time's right. Okay. Everyone's just warming up. Everyone's had a long ass week. Everyone's had a lot of shit come up. Everyone needs some healing frequencies. Yeah. And and like a little bit of mind zen. Mm-hmm. 
that whatever they're feeling and whatever they're going through is okay. Mm -hmm. And that what's coming up for them is a part of their shifting. And that every single opportunity of something that is painful or difficult or fearful or sad is an opportunity to shift into something greater without even your consciousness and how to do so. Really just like bringing in the awareness of, of watching how you exist. Bringing in awareness allows you to shift. So when you, like you're obviously tuning into this podcast, you're obviously tuning into your life in some way that you haven't in the past. And so just that fact alone, it will allow you to change through the experiences of your life that are not very easy. And this has been a hard mm -hmm. week for people. I've seen a lot of people cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haven't you? Have you um, seen a lot of emotions this week? Honestly, I've sheltered myself a lot because I've felt a lot of, like, harsh energy out in the world. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't really been interactive with like social media i've kind of stayed off of it a little mm -hmm. bit i've done a lot of self-care practices to you know kind of shield myself mm -hmm. a little bit so and take been, care of yourself and like while you're shifting yes because i'm still shifting right now it's been like a month of serious shifts for me shift hit the fan <laughs> yeah i'm talking nerdy you to you you can't help it it's okay i love talking nerdy so um <laughs> you better like it so um shift hit the fan literally i busted six light bulbs in one week um and <laughs> that's normal yeah so yeah i've been going through a lot of personal shifts of my own a lot of releasing and it's so been what what happens for you when that is happening uh so much and then nothing right <laughs> so it's like so overwhelming and i know i'm shifting it's kind of like when you're a child and you're in a bad mood and you know you need to like eat something or take a nap but you don't want to you're kind of like frustrated and you just like want to be in a bad mood it was it's kind of like that you have experiences like that or moments of that mm -hmm. and then you realize okay like i know i'm totally aware that i'm shifting and this is just coming up. I don't want to look at the shadow, but and sometimes I just want to like be in the shadow for like a little bit more before it shifts out mm -hmm. because there's like that little bit of fear involved because yeah. it's like I'm going to change. I know I'm going to change. What am I going to change into? And it's always for the better. Yeah. But it's like, oh, my gosh, it's like a new identity and change is growth. But at the same time, it's, you know, scary sometimes when you're still needing to operate in your daily life mm -hmm. and you're shifting at the same time so you're trying to like focus on yourself but like also operate and help other people with mm -hmm. whatever career you're in um and so it's like finding that balance of like taking care of myself like making sure i'm aware of the shifts i'm consciously shifting um so i started really craving meditation later on in the shifts like before I was like kind of avoiding the meditation because mm -hmm. I knew a lot of stuff was going to come up yeah and that I needed to process before it was going to shift out so 
I knew I had to take certain steps in my life before I was comfortable to meditate and then shift out of the process. So mm-hmm. that's why it's kind of taken me like a, a month mm-hmm. to this has been the biggest shift I've ever gone through. So which is amazing because I know so many amazing things are coming from it. And I've already seen that mm-hmm. lately. But at the same time, it's like, holy shift. <laughs> I had to do it again. <laughs> We're gonna, we'll make you some shirts. <laughs> Thanks. When shift hits the fan. That yep. will be the first one, okay? Shift happens. When shift hits the fan. Yeah. So you said, um, this reminded me of a book that I read early mm-hmm. on in my journey. Mm-hmm. Because you're talking about a shadow, and yeah. many people may not understand what a shadow is. Mm-hmm. And there's a really great book called "The Dark Side of the Light Chasers" by Debbie Ford, and she basically brings you in to the shadow of you, which is the mm. part that we tend to dim, obviously, mm-hmm. because we perceive it as being negative, bad, shunned, mm-hmm. not um, kosher, whatever. And that is actually one of our most powerful and impactful and um, unique parts of ourself mm-hmm. are oftentimes found in the shadow. And so, like, for example, for me, you know, if I'm looking at myself, a shadow may be... Um, why don't you give me a shadow of okay. me? I mean, like, <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Um, one of your shadows would be needing control. Okay. So it could be viewed as that. It's it's very powerful and it gives you a lot of strength at the same time in the way that you need to operate in your life. Mm-hmm. So it serves a purpose, but it can be... Um, overutilized yeah. sometimes so it might your be detriment it might be hard for some people to or maybe it might be easy for some people to recognize okay i have control patterns and mm-hmm. i'm a controlling person i like to be in control women love saying that women love mm-hmm. saying like i like to be in control i like to be in control yeah because <laughs> that's a that's actually like it's a barrier between yourself and someone else. If you say, I like to be in control, then you kind of create a separation between, so I have to do this action because mm-hmm. I have to be in control, mm-hmm. and which separates me from you. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever, creating barriers. But I'm trying to think of an example because sometimes when you look at a shadow, it's easier to look at it to see your shadow through an example. So... I remember in the book, um, Debbie Ford giving an example of her being at a conference of, of women and all of them obviously trying to like better themselves or whatever, some sort of retreat. Mm-hmm. And a woman stands up and says, like, I cannot stand my daughter. She cannot stand her daughter? Yeah. Oh. Okay. She stands up at this conference and she says, I cannot stand mm-hmm. my daughter. You know, like, I'm so frustrated with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't connect to her. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be around her. All these things. Okay, so this is like a pent-up emotion that's been manifesting, you know, some exit for mm-hmm. probably 10 years. Mm-hmm. Had this woman not had this experience of being able to express that, 
mm-hmm. that feeling and emotion can has the potential to turn into like resentment and hate and all oh, those yeah. things. Whereas it's very normal to at times not like the people that you're around. It's very normal at times to not like your family members and your friends and well, your loved ones. A lot of the time they are mirroring something in yes. you that you need to work on. So it's actually a very loving act to be triggered by somebody close to you who is mirroring you or showing you something you need to work on, mm-hmm. which is it could be an insecurity or um, it, it could be anything that you don't like about yourself right. or you're working on and struggling through. Mm-hmm. And this person is either doing what you want to do yourself, but you're like, oh, you know, so frustrated mm-hmm. with this person because they're constantly showing you what you feel like you can't have or can't do yourself mm-hmm. or um, it can manifest in other ways too. Well, in the context of this example, the mm-hmm. the magical part of this experience was that this woman was able to be really honest with herself in the mm-hmm. way that she was feeling. And she was also able to be honest with her daughter and just say like, I, and, and it opened the space for her daughter to be honest with her mm-hmm. and created a greater sense and state of communication between both of them. That's so awesome. Where their relationship became one that was able to be navigated versus mm-hmm. something that was just always... Swept under the rug. Right. Yeah. Like, imagine all the, the things that we've gone through. Yeah. Should we not be in a place where we consciously allow one another to be angry or be annoyed, do whatever... Yeah. Just, just, just do whatever we need. Mm-hmm. Then we would not be able to have the relationship that we have. Yeah, because we would be too worried about what the other person was going through. No, like when when you don't allow someone else to have the space to be, and you can't communicate that, or you don't try to because you're afraid. Mm-hmm. That creates very like parasitic relationships, mm-hmm. and a lot of women. I mean, email both of us all the time Mm -hmm. talking about, like, friendships with girls. Mm -hmm. Girls with friendships with other girls. Mm -hmm. Girlfriends. Yeah. A lot of people struggle with creating a friendship that is mutually beneficial. And it's Mm -hmm. so, and just like you were saying, like, someone that you're in a relationship with is one of your greatest teachers. Mm -hmm. So, like... If someone is triggering you or someone is frustrating you or we get this question a lot, my best friend is like putting off a lot of negative energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you are experiencing that through a friendship, most likely you're allowing that in some way to be a part of your life. Mm -hmm. And so what part of you is allowing and marinating and enjoying that state of negative energy well a lot of people are it's kind of in a way selfish because you think from your ego you're like what like you just want them to be happy for yourself Mm -hmm. because it would make your life easier yeah you don't want them to be going through something Mm -hmm. and of course you love them and you don't want them to be going through a hard time for themselves as well but a lot of the time people try to shift you so quickly shift you out of your experience and rob you of that experience Mm -hmm. and in a learning opportunity because they get uncomfortable with 
what you're going through. And you're actually very good at giving me space and not letting my shift affect you, Mm -hmm. which is so unique, especially in a female friendship. Um, It's like if I'm going through something or say something or maybe more blunt, you don't take it personally because you understand that my mind is on a million other things and it has nothing to do with you. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Not that I'm being, it's it's not intentional in any way. I'm just operating. Mm-hmm. And if you were to keep getting your feelings hurt because there's some insecurity going on in you that, oh, no, she doesn't like me or, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not being validated with mm-hmm. my self-worth or, you know, whatever it is, um, it gives me the freedom to be exactly who I need to be in any given moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for that in you because that is the rarest thing I've never experienced that with any other female friend before because it's females tend to, typically speaking, um, because we're so connected, Mm -hmm. very, very much so to our emotions, we can pick up very quickly how someone is feeling Mm -hmm. and acting towards you. And you're and you naturally think, oh, it's me, you know, where typically speaking, again, men are blasé about it, don't even connect that anything's wrong or going on. Mm -hmm. And even if they do, they're like, of course it has nothing to do with me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and there's something to be said for that. Um, So I like that about you. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, (laughs) I mean, it's really important to see like it it brings up so many like different topics regarding like friendships and relationships Mm -hmm. and mirrors and like all these things like the only way to be okay with someone else who is shifting or like perceivably giving you or emitting negative energy is to Mm -hmm. be taken care of individually and that's always the answer like Mm -hmm. always 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 there are so many things that i've been seeing this week about whatever the election but like nothing changes until you change love begins internally peace begins internally Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter and like it really does not matter who you vote for if Mm -hmm. you want to change the world you have to have a state of love inside of you. And that begins with the love of yourself and the love of your existence because your existence is connected to every other person's existence and is connected to every other person on this planet. So if you are emitting, you know, negativity and frustration and all those things inside of you, that's what you attract and that's also what you emit. And in friendships, it's it's just as important, like, think about the friendships and relationships you see on TV. Like if someone feel is very confident and very is, is well taken care of, takes care of themselves. Like they don't really care what their other friends say about them. If like someone says something negative about them or if their Mm -hmm. other friend is going through something and isn't very nice to them, it really doesn't matter what's happening externally. That person has an innate power to be happy because they are facilitating a state of love and and care and joy in themselves mm-hmm. despite anything else that's happening. And when you do that, 
you then begin interacting with more people, more and more people and like assisting other people around you to shift in that way and operate in that way. And you you give other people the space to begin taking care of themselves in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's not through you taking care of them. It's right. just through them seeing the positive attributes of someone who is able to care for themselves in such a deep level that really just begins in a place of like how much like who in a a place of self-discovery and like who am I and like what are the unique things about me what do I like what am I inspired to do all of those things like in that journey of self-discovery of who you are you become closer and closer to yourself and when you see the essence of who you are there's nothing not to love and that's that is the same thing that we can experience in every other human we if mm-hmm. we if we spend time looking at someone else or we just we just expect that when we meet someone else we're going to see that same presence of love mm-hmm. because there's so much uniqueness and so much beauty in every single person like that is the state of bliss and connection and understanding and and really operating in a way that I believe will evolve our race versus like move us back. Like mm-hmm. I can't not talk about it in terms of like the politicians just saying that like I have empathy for both of them. How well, how well, how could them. I don't. really everyone yeah because how how can you say that you want to change the nation how can you say that you want to change the world how can you say that you want things to change coming from a place of separation and fear someone's gonna win 50 percent of people are not gonna have voted for that person if not more so if you actually really only care about change then you have to love that person just as much as you love the person that you voted for, right? Because change doesn't come out of a state of fear. It comes from a state of love. Positive change, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're supporting, if you are supporting people, not just politicians, if you're supporting people through a vibration and a frequency of love, then they are given the space to operate in a state of love. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about yeah. I think about that oftentimes when I think about people in prison, too. <laughs> We're going there. <laughs> I think about people in prison a lot. And, and probably because you were in prison in a past life. Potentially. But <laughs> yeah, of course I was. At this point, we've all murdered someone. We've all raped someone. We've all been raped. We've all been murdered. I'm pretty sure that we've all lived. I think you covered two crimes in four <laughs> sentences. <laughs> or raped and murdered. Yeah. What else is there? Like, the end. <laughs> That's it. We've all done it all. <laughs> At this point, most likely, we've all gone through a lifetime of like not being probably what you would consider the best person ever. Right. Regardless, despite that. Um, Your shadow side was... Um, it was flying at full mast (laughs) (laughs) so i don't i don't say that because when i look at prisoners i'm coming at i'm coming at the experience through empathetic eyes i'm i'm looking at it from a way of 
trying to change the world. And Mm -hmm. if you look at prisoners like they're the scum of the earth and they deserve to not have any rights. Yeah, that's all you're going to see. That's all you're going to perpetuate. You're perpetuating that behavior. You're not giving that person an opportunity to change Mm -hmm. because that's the way the whole system works around treating Mm -hmm. that person. Instead of shifting it with love. So imagine imagine a child Mm -hmm. at a dinner table, a child with... You know, not a lot of information about the world, only the little bubble that they've existed in for a small period of time. Mm -hmm. And two parents looking at that child saying, you are so amazing. I love that about you. Look how Mm -hmm. look how amazing that picture is that you drew. Like you have so you there. The possibilities are endless for what you can do. Mm -hmm. Like you can do anything. You're incredible like what an amazing being of love and light you are it's okay that you made a mistake who cares that you failed your your math test like whatever (laughs) you're you're really good at art it doesn't matter like you'll make it up like it's you know what like i'm so grateful to be in your presence because i love you so much Mm -hmm. versus a child that's sitting at a dinner table you and just being looked at and And, in so much fear like your parents have to sign your test that you failed and degraded yeah. for yeah. their you know what a school is telling them mm-hmm. their worth or what their friends have told them their worth and just like being told over and over like you're not a good person mm-hmm. you're not making good decisions you're not um attractive enough you're not talented enough you're not good at math well mm-hmm. my son's not good at math and um look at him he's like he just can't figure anything out like but could you imagine the entire school system being based on art? Like, everyone who's good at math would be, like, or somebody who's more science brain. like, I would be, I would have failed out of school <laughs> if everything was based on, like, art yeah. type of things. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's like, what you're, what you have innately in you that, but, you know, the n- school system puts a lot of emphasis on like math science all of those things so kids who are more artistic are looked at as like oh well they're not given a chance to rise Mm -hmm. as well you know it's not an equal thing well i was still kind of comparing the experience of being a prisoner to that child so i'm saying like i felt like i was in prison when i was in school (laughs) Do you get that I'm trying to compare the child to the prisoner? Yeah. Okay, so it still makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That a prisoner is told every single day of his life, you're a bad person. You're perpetuating it. That's your point. Like, you're perpetuating the thing. You're not giving them a chance to shift by focusing on love-based behavior. Right. Right. Exactly. Because what's what's the incentive? What's the, you know, motivation when... Everything around you is telling you you're not a good person. You're mm-hmm. not going to achieve anything. You don't have a chance. Mm-hmm. The entire system is built that way. Yeah. But but perhaps just like one person being in that system that's saying, you know, from a very like infinite possibilities sort of perspective, a hopeful sort of perspective that these people are people mm-hmm. and have amazing uniqueness inside of them love inside of them well yeah and that and that they 
deserve every human right that that we deserve and that the most basic of that being an experience of love yeah the pleiadians (laughs) actually say friends yeah we love them um they actually say that even though you see somebody and you can see all of their patterns that they need to shift like oh you can point out every little thing that might be considered a shadow or something they need to work on your responsibility is to look beyond what they need to shift and see them as their highest self, which mm-hmm. is a divine being of light, just like you, mm-hmm. who is fabulous and perfect as they are. Mm-hmm. Nothing's unknown to them. They are love and light only. And they are just having a human experience and their human expression based on the lessons they need to learn in this life um, uh, might have you know, patterns that need to shift or, you know, shadows like we all do. Um, But it's not your responsibility to point them out, perpetuate Mm -hmm. them, you know, prevent them from shifting. Mm -hmm. We need to emit love so that they have a chance at shifting Mm -hmm. into a higher vibration. Mm -hmm. Well, when they energetically see you connect to their higher self, they... Mm -hmm also have a greater chance of connecting to their higher self, which is Mm -hmm. operating at a much higher frequency than a physical human experience. You're showing them how to do it. You're you're Mm -hmm. giving them the experience of elevating their frequency. Mm -hmm. Lover above, baby. Yep. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, lover above. All those high vibrational emotions. Like joy is Mm -hmm. even higher than love, Mm -hmm. interestingly enough. Um, There was another thing that the Pleiadians said mentioned recently was that today that we were listening to them yes wow um they said about relationships kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier is that you attract relationships into your life um based on your relationship you have with source and yourself so your relationship that you're in is going to reflect back to you the real relationship you have with yourself with source so i found that fascinating so fascinating because if you work on yourself you looking at somebody in a relationship you're not one half and they're the other half you're both 100 percent completely whole on your own and you are choosing to experience each other in this reality and each of you are going to reflect back to each other things that you need to work on which is out of love Mm -hmm. but if you keep looking to the other person to shift you or to um, fill fill a void or um, represent that can that divine connection that you're looking for that you're really needing to connect with within yourself that is always going to cause problems because you're always going to create expectations and seek that out in a human being when you need to do it yourself like mm-hmm. it's your responsibility to connect with yourself to connect with divine source uh, divine source energy and then be your best self for the other person because you can't expect somebody else to have a responsibility for you mm-hmm it's, it's not fair right. when you're not even taking care of yourself. Right. So, yeah, showing up for a relationship is the majority showing up for you. We've mm-hmm. talked about relationship stuff a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then holding space for someone else is right. really powerful as well. So mm-hmm. a really strong person has the potential to hold space for someone to achieve a lot of transition and a lot of evolution in this lifetime. Um, and then the same goes for someone who um, can't hold space. It is a very sort of destructive mm-hmm. and like sometimes codependent sort of situation that is also a great teacher. Right. So mm-hmm. no no relationship is bad. No relationship right. is yeah. um should be looked at as, you know, like a waste of time because that relationship most likely was chosen to teach you something yes. incredibly mm-hmm. beneficial for the remaining remaining. But instead of looking of at life. your partner and expecting them to change so many things because it's so easy for us to be like, oh, "I wish they would change this, mm-hmm. this, this" to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. But Really try thinking about the things that you need to shift in yourself. A lot of people look at their partner because it's a a distraction Mm -hmm. away from what they need to do within themselves. Yes. And as soon as they start working on themselves, it's going to shift the other person Mm -hmm. involved. Yeah. For the better. I love this thing that Carla, my life coach, did with me one time. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when when you have a life coach or a therapist, obviously you talk about everything. So one of the things that we were talking about was... um, in my relationship, she asked me, what are some things, what are five things that you wish Evan did for you? Mm-hmm. And so I li- I listed five things and they were just kind of random things like, um, I wish we would go to the movies more, like go out to eat more or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, or I wish you would take me out to dinner. Um, anyway, she mm-hmm. then turned all the questions around and said, okay, when's the last time you've done something spontaneous for Evan? When's the last Mm -hmm. time you have, you know, planned to do a movie night or dinner date or whatever? Mm -hmm. And, like, those, that example can go very deep. Like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wish that we would spend more intimate time together where we're not looking at our phones or not looking at the Mm -hmm. TV. Like, yeah, it was was really easy for me to say that about him. Mm -hmm. But for me to think, like, oh, wait, am I showing up with that space as well? Mm-hmm. Like, am I still, like, something that I'm expecting of someone else. First of all, am I holding space for that to take place in the mm-hmm. relationship? And am I holding, am I making sure that what I'm asking for is not something that I should be giving to myself? Mm-hmm. Like, time away from the computer, treating myself to a, a meal or, like, joy going to the movies like whether it's with him or with friends like if I Mm -hmm. need to go to the movies if that's something that I need it's my responsibility to make sure that that happens with or without my boyfriend Mm -hmm. so all these things bring a lot into perspective and Mm -hmm. I I love doing that practice because it was like you cannot avoid the fact that a relationship is a really individual process of healing Mm mm-hmm and and in, yeah. introspective looking. Yeah. That's a good point. Another thing that Carla is just such a wonderful life coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember her telling me or telling a group of us that it was, she was saying to like think of things that you wish you had more of. You know, it, it could be anything. And a lot of everyone's responses were things that are free and that you can connect to on your own if you Mm -hmm. just place conscious awareness on it and give yourself the permission to do that it was like even if it was 
Um, say somebody wrote down money or more finances. Okay, what does that mean for you? We would even go deeper. Mm-hmm. It's freedom. So I just want you know, more freedom to do something. So, okay, go deeper than that. How can you give yourself more freedom by giving yourself permission to take time for yourself to, you know, go on a vacation or even just relax in a bathtub? You know, you don't, you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money to feel connected, which is what we all want. We Mm -hmm. want to feel connected and loved. Unless you want to go see Ray Donovan, then it's like $600 on Broadway. (laughs) Then, Carla says to manifest that <laughs> through vision boards, <laughs> which actually works. <laughs> it it does. does work. It does. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Did you make a vision board? Yeah, I had a vision In board party place? with my sister Christina. She, she and her, we did that for Valentine's Day because she and her boyfriend broke up. They are so cute. I know. So, um. She and her boyfriend broke up like a few months before. So we're like, let's do a vision board party instead. So we like watched um, The Ugly Truth and cut out like poster boards and had like glue sticks, like four-year-olds and cut out like magazines and put um, things we wanted to manifest on to our boards. And it it didn't have to do with like just relationships. It was like anything, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, just random stuff. Um, that would make us happy. And it was so fun. It was like a girl's night in and it was really fun. But it's funny looking back at the vision board. I'm like, wait, even though we were kind of like kidding around and it was something fun for us to do, a lot of those things on my board came true, like within three to six months. That's awesome. Yeah. And I wasn't even like really consciously working on it. Yeah. That's so crazy. You were most likely in a heart space. Yeah, because I was in a state of joy. Yeah, we were just laughing the whole time, and yeah, I, w- I was connecting with myself. Um, yeah, so that's probably why I manifested way easier because mm-hmm. it it was aligned with me. No I was aligning logic. with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no logic in it. It was just things that would make me happy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cute, Am. Thanks, sweet little sister night. <laughs> yep, it's fun. Thanks to Carla. She's awesome. I I am so excited to talk about my sister soon. Mm-hmm. She is going like she is making like such big moves and um taking like such great ownership of her happiness and mm-hmm. her life. And so I'm really excited to to maybe get her here one day or to talk about her story a little bit. But um, oh my gosh, we should have our sisters sister on here because both of them are going through like shifts and stuff that are really cute and cool yeah yeah that would be fun a sister's night that would be fun yeah i would make them make us dinner and like yeah brush my hair and stuff yeah i don't i don't think (laughs) christina would be up for that (laughs) neither would sherry every time i ask her to do something for me she's like "Mm, no i know sure can i'm always the one doing stuff i know really actually christina's been shifting and she's been pretty good lately so that's cute yeah um, well, I would like for people to take a vote whether or not I should go see Liev Schreiber in... Everyone's going to vote yes. You think? Everyone. You talk about Ray Donovan, like, it's it's like a little kid needing He's to go see friend. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> like, you need to just do it. Just Maybe it's because I never... Wait, you're bringing up a really good point. I know. I I'm tapping into it. never mm-hmm. watched cartoons. Yep. I know. I never facilitated a connection with any sort of character. I know. So is that what this is? Yep. 
It's like a similar pattern. Okay. You're like dabbling finally in your like childhood fantasy world. Okay. It just happens to be a sexual one. It's fine. It's not sexual. <laughs> God. Fifty Shades of Donovan. <laughs> yep. So sorry, Evan. This is not this is not appropriate. <laughs> it's really not a sexual connection. I just I love know. it. Evan loves the show too. The show is so good. Yeah. You hated it. I made I you watch half an episode and you were like, when can I leave? I wasn't the biggest fan, but I don't really like violence. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too like graphic and violent and yeah. like, a, it's a lot. <laughs> it's definitely not relaxing. Yeah. But it is weirdly for you. Okay. I usually watch it when I'm on the North Shore. Yep. And that being in that house is by default relaxing for me Mm -hmm. so it's probably i'm probably like neutralizing it i'm perpetually on the north shore so (laughs) anything that is like harsh i'm like oh i feel that yeah because i'm in a more relaxed state yeah but anyway guys these basic witches need to go pack for boston we have a serious weekend coming up we are i'm so excited i cannot i feel like I feel like our <laughs> listeners are showing up for us in such a big way. You guys, Bostonians, I cannot wait to meet y'all. Um, I know. They're bringing it big. They really are. Yeah. We have a private event on Thursday. We have two days of amazing healing sessions booked, like, jam-packed on yeah, Friday and Saturday. We don't Saturday. have time to go to the bathroom. We're going to figure that out. We're going to send frequencies We're to each send other. We're going to send frequencies to our up. kidneys and we'll yeah. just, be, like, deal with the toxins yeah. later. <laughs> On Sunday, we are seeing Gabrielle Bernstein and Nick Ortner speak at the Natural Health Expo. I cannot wait for that. I'm really excited for that, too. Yeah. And then Sunday night, we're hosting our own event. So mm-hmm. we do have about five more tickets. If you guys want to come see us, it's going to be a really, really awesome event. And it's going to be a preview. We're going to be talking about something really big that we're launching in January and it's just going to be great. It's a two hour. It's our first two hour event out of state, and it's going to be in a beautiful space. We're doing our healing sessions and our basic witch healing event, both at Balance. One, the healing sessions are going to be at the Organic Spa location, and the healing event is going to be at the Wellness Studio, both owned by Balance and. Marie's the owner. She's been amazing. Mm-hmm. I've talked to Marie. We're like best of buds. She's <laughs> like, y'all are nuts. I can't believe I'm agreeing to this. Sign all these agreements so I know that you're real. <laughs> and see you this weekend. So yep. Marie and I are biffs. That's good. And No, but I love everything she stands for. I love the fact that we are practicing at an organic spa. I hope that we can jump in the float tank while we're there. Hmm. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It would. <laughs> sure would be. Um, also, should I should I wait until Boston to announce my thing? We're doing now. Whatever you want. What do you authentically feel, Amberly? Hmm. Authentically, tease it or. Okay. We'll um we'll tease it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, so just a little tease. I'll give more information to the Bostonians first. But 
And then the following week, you can talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, the following week, I will talk about it on the podcast for sure. But um, stay tuned, my little basics, because I am personally launching something soon. You can say <laughs> a program. It's a program, yes. <laughs> it's definitely a program. So awesome. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty stellar. We're giving it away. It's no, a, it, okay. it's not. No, we're not giving it away. No one's going to guess what it is. Okay. <laughs> you can if you want. You can guess what it is. Anyway. But you're never going to guess it's it. It's awesome. And I'm really excited about that, too. I'm yeah. signing up for it. So, yes, you guys, we will be in Boston this weekend, and we will be in Seattle the first week of December. We have a wait list for healing sessions, so you can definitely join it. Um, we have not confirmed how many sessions we're able to do so there's a big possibility that we'll dip into the wait list but mm -hmm. regardless we hope that you guys have a really peaceful you'll hear this on wednesday we'll already know who was elected everything will be fine we're all being taken care of we're all loved we're all protected we're all one i hope that everyone has an amazing night go follow me on twitter because it's my new thing <laughs> Oh, gosh. Please Love don't. you guys. Wait. At Sheena Mina. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, are we going to do that? Say our handles? Yeah. Why don't you spell out your handle? Because okay. I spell it out every single time. Yeah. My handle, which I don't even know what that means. Because <laughs> cause I'm just not part of this earth. Um, Instagram is Connection Holistic Health. K-I-N-E-C-T-I-O-N Holistic Health. Same goes for my email, uh, connectionholistichealth at gmail.com, website, connectionholistichealth.com. And, and I'm at it. Gina Menina. For everything. Twitter, and Facebook. Your whole life is exposed. Sheena at rawrepublicjuice.com if you need to get in touch with me for emergencies. Yeah. And then we also have info at basicwitch.net. For shirts. Holla. Oh, no. Info at basicwitch.net. Oh, yeah. That was right. Nailed it. You got it, little witch. I know. I need to go pack. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Love you. Love.